Hello and welcome to the Board Gamer podcast. This is our first episode. We are talking about what is the Board Gamer website and why on earth we're doing it. Welcome, both of you. Thank you. It's good that we're here, good finally. I know, at last. I know, we've been waiting for weeks to do this. We are talking about Board Gamer, but I thought at first, nobody knows who the hell we are. So, I thought we'd introduce ourselves, start with Jake. Hello, I am Jake. I'm the social media manager for Board Gamer. Matt. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm everything technical to do with Board Gamer. So the website, what you're going to see, all the server configuration, all the stuff that you're probably not interested in. But hopefully I'll explain why we're doing this today. Cool. And I'm Tim. You might have seen the video before we did this. I work on, I guess, the brand side of it. So making sure we have something that you actually like, we'll see. So yeah, first thought we'd start with talking about what what we're actually doing and i thought what we could do is just go back last year as you guys know i scour reddit like all the time there was quite a few i guess comments around the need for a new website and it was just i guess ticking in the back of my mind and i've always wanted to do something in board games i've run many brands and stuff in the past i just thought actually is this something we could do and one morning i just woke up and i thought do you know what stuff it let's do it let's make something so i started this basic WordPress website. It was a bit ropey. <laughs> it did a job and I started to put a few little articles. Very much quickly needed someone to help me with this because I knew it was going to be a big task, a massive job. Funnily enough, you came along, Jake. Do you want to introduce how you kind of got involved? Yeah, I don't really remember. <laughs> I think it was a, a Star Wars D&D. Was it? Of, yeah. Was it something like that? I don't remember the exact occasion, but I remember essentially you were t- talking about that idea and I desperately thought that was a really good idea because especially like myself, I've been noticing more and more people. I keep being out or with friends and people are saying like they've been getting into board games and yeah. things like this, but they haven't really got somewhere to discover games at all there's nothing welcoming or Mm. warm or inviting or easy to use and when you were talking about this idea and you showed me some of the designs i thought that's such a good idea it needs doing and i loved your enthusiasm so i I was just in i just wanted to be a part of it i wanted to support it and i just loved the concept and the idea and i saw the need for it so i was happy to jump in and then i think when we started we suddenly needed someone to take over the tech because i think we just got to our limits quite quickly and we realized we needed someone ironically over a board game (laughs) day you met matt that was that was really funny i we're at a board game day we were playing anachrony and i remember i remember because we were playing anachrony and i'd never met matt before we were playing at another lad of our in our group uh, called luke and i was just chatting around the table so i was like oh so matt what do you do and he was like oh I'm like a web developer or whatever. And I was like, funny you should say that. Because <laughs> we really needed one. So then I was like buzzing like, oh, I can't wait to show you this website. And I can't wait to show you and invite you to Tim's. And I knew how much like it would be cool for you to be able to meet him. Yeah. So I guess when I remember when you text me and said, I found this developer. And no disrespect, my first thought was, yeah, there's developers and there's developers. And I was thinking, <laughs> is he one of these like bedroom does a little bit. I didn't know anything. Yeah. And I think I texted and said, we need something a bit robust like React or something. And then you text me straight back going, he's a React developer. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, what? I just remember the funniest thing, and this is, I suppose, what comes down to the core of Board Gamer in its whole, is that you said, I don't want to 
necessarily talk to the guy about taking him on until I've actually played some games with him. Mm. So your your requirement was like you planned a games day. That was on the interview. And yeah. I, I was like, I had to make sure that Matt could come to this games day yeah. so you could meet him. So Matt came along. We played games all day, and it was right at the end of the day as we were like getting our shoes on to go. That he was like, oh yeah, so developing. <laughs> so Matt, then we introduced the concept to you. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to reverse it back a bit. When I first met Jake, I remember going into the room and he had his hood up and he was like, I think he was making me a cup of tea or something. Mm. And then he was like, a, just like general chit chat. And he's like, oh, so what do you do for work? And I said, oh, I'm a software engineer. And he was like, hmm. I don't think you fully knew the concept of what, he was like, is that websites by any chance? I was like, well, I guess so, yeah. Mm. And uh, your eyes lit up and... I was, you started mentioning it, but the problem is, I think I've had this so many times where people are like, oh, yes, you're a developer. Finally, you can make my website. And I was like, you know what? This will probably be just another one of them ones where it's going to be, can you make me this website? Um, pretty windy cleaning business. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like one of them. I was like, oh, it's board games. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but it's going to be... I don't know, like just articles on the site. But it, as you started going through, you was explaining some of the features. And I was like, mm, this is quite interesting. But it was funny because before that, every developer pretty much has their own side projects that they're working on. And because board gaming was such a big passion for me, I was creating this website where you could upload a game and like behind, like our, the shells here, it would like create an image for oh, all the yeah. ones in that in that section. And um, I was just doing that in my free time. And then when you said uh, about this, I was like, mm, you know what, I'll, I'll have a listen. And then I think after that was the, the game day when mm. you was explaining a bit more about the features. I was like, you know what, this, this does actually sound pretty interesting. Yeah, that, that, was, that was pretty much my story on yeah. how it came about. But I, I, I think there was scepticism from everyone. Yeah, a little bit. I think my background, I've run quite a big website projects as a like sort of a project manager job role so i've run these and i just wanted to make sure you know if we were going to take someone on it was the the right sort of person i think when we started talking we got a much better feel for it and then i think it was that first meeting we all had and we just discussed it and i think we all kind of were just straight on the same page with it yeah, and then suddenly all the ideas came out. I think didn't it? it was just like flooding with ideas all onto a Figma board. Yeah, and it's gone from there, I guess. Yeah, I think what was important was there's websites out there now that are great for board gaming, and we didn't want to just reproduce something that had already mm. been done. So the ideas started floating about. Then we was like, oh wait, there we could do this, and we could do this, and bring people into the community this way. And I think that's just where it grew from, like each having our own individual ideas mm, for it. Definitely. I think going back to the concept of the whole idea, I think that was part of actually what it was all about. I think yeah. board gaming is such a community thing. And it, and I just feel like some of these websites don't allow for that community building side of it as much. Yeah. I'm not saying no one does this, not, not at all, but I just think it could be done a lot better. Yeah. So yeah, I think that was a good thing. I'll just move on to, I guess, some of the concept side of it, of what some of the things we're feeling. I know from my view, one of the first things I remember thinking about is how we can introduce new gamers into the mm -hmm. into it. And I feel like some of these websites, are, I'm not saying they don't do it, but they just, you know, they're, they're for people like us that play some of the heavier games. And I wanted a way of making it more accessible and easy to navigate in a way that if you're a new person coming into gaming, you can find those games quite easy. And there was a, it was signposted for you to go that way if you needed it. 
that was one of my first initial thoughts about this. And I yeah. guess when we started the WordPress website, that was actually what we wanted to do. Mm. But then I guess it's evolved from there. We've got some loads of ideas. I guess we talk about a few of the features. I don't know if you want to mention a few yourself, Jake, or what you were. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that really made it feel a lot more real was you mentioned the Figma designs before. You know, all of us, we're, we're busy with our own lives. So to take on a, a big startup project is kind of a, <laughs> a bit of a daunting yeah, yeah. task because it mm. takes a lot of time, effort and energy. I was saying to Matt before, and I think I've said to yourself, you know, I've done little bits of work with other people before and it's always a hesitation, you know, what's this going to be like? But when we had that first team meeting and it was the, the Figma designs and we'd all designed a concept of what we would like to look, yeah. essentially just drawing on a piece of paper, like if we could imagine what we would like a board game website to look like, this is it. Mm. And when that came about and I thought, oh, that looks so good. I wish that existed. Mm. And just that feeling of, I wish that existed. Like there's some wonderful websites, like you've said, that are, are great databases uh, or there's people out there that run their own review websites. And that's great. It does what it does. Mm. But that's about it. But a website that particularly reaches out to say board game cafes, which is a massive thing. Mm. And these board game cafes, I've been round, I've interviewed them, I've spoke and I've sat down with the managers and, the only way they really can get people to know about their events is if people find them on Facebook or something. Mm. But having like a hub that people can discover it organically is a really beautiful yeah. thing. But then also there's so many board gaming events and you get lost with how many WhatsApp group chats you're in and stuff. But <laughs> to have like a clean yeah. way that you could be able to have an event and know where your friends are going. Yeah. Even perhaps in the future, you know, we, we might like to expand on the way people can work with events. Yeah. That just seemed like such a cool concept that no one was doing. Yeah, definitely. I think as well, one of the things you said to me when you first started interviewing these cafes is actually they are all born out of a passion for board games just like the rest of us. And I think yeah. sometimes actually we should be supporting that a little bit and, mm. and promoting that as much as possible. And I like the idea like you brought out about the events. The I guess being making it more accessible for wider communities as well. Because I think a lot of these board game cafes, they are in there little bubble in their little towns and, and cities. Yeah. But actually when it comes to events, they could widen it out because we've spoke yeah. about it. We would be happy to drive to the next city on if it meant we could get an event or like, you know, mm. Twilight Imperium game out or something like that. And being able to open that sort of up to more people, I think that would be brilliant. I remember um, actually just thinking about this because sometimes people wonder, well, are you just making it, but do people really want it? And I was thinking, like, I went to one cafe, which was Brad Spiel Cafe in Malmö, in Sweden. And they actually have even, like, this plaque on the board of... They were partially crowd-supported mm. by crowdfunding by the whole community there that wanted somewhere to do board gaming. And they've kept it on the board with everyone's names. And I thought, what a nice thing. Just, this is something that people want. This is something yeah, the community definitely. wants. They want a space. Yeah. But I would have never even known about that place. And mm. I'd love it if there was a central place that can help me to find these places without just having to google board game cafe you know yeah definitely i guess you're being the tech guy mm -hmm. me and jake throw every idea to you <laughs> and then you go Hang uh, on, yeah I, I pretty much veto everything yeah, that's <laughs> it. we go matt we want this and you go that's going to take forever to <laughs> do, you know, do you know one of my favorite things i keep doing to matt is i keep just going to him matt i've had this great idea Tell me how difficult will this be? Yeah. <laughs> and he just puts it in a perspective of how many years away are we are from yeah. that idea. 
Do you want to enlighten on a few features we're looking at and maybe what we're looking to release as like a minimum viable product? Yeah, sure. So I think I won't bore with the tech, but in terms of what we want to start with is just a place where you can go to games. It's easy to access for everyone. There's a review system, which is slightly a bit more in-depth. So we don't want just the people that are going to throw, I don't know, three stars at something. They played it once. Mm -hmm. Maybe we offer a bit more in terms of mechanics or the the, artwork. yeah. Yeah, all them features. And what we can do, we can collate them and then that can be a more representative score of what the actual game is. instead. Because yeah, I, I know I, I've been guilty of it in the past as well, where you've played one game and then you're like, oh, you know what, I don't think I'll play that again. And if you've got a site that you review it on, that's your immediate score. Yeah. Where this is just going into a little bit deeper and thinking... Rationalising on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and then you might think, oh, wait there, maybe I need another game to think about this component so i think that was one of the main features for the startup of it as well but also a way of we've talked about community the way that we can show to other people what you're playing Mm. your favorite games and also like everyone part of the community is actually collecting games i know some people are against it they're like oh what's the point in just collecting games but that is a thing i think if we have a way of showing what you've collected in a really nice way, easy to view, accessible on mobile. All these are just features I think people really like. Yeah, definitely. I think actually that's got us quite excited, the profile side of it, isn't it? Building your profile, building your game library, what you've got, what you've played recently, what you've reviewed, and being able to see what your friends have done as well. Yeah. Obviously, we're a bit way off from that, but that will... That would be good. Yeah, I was just thinking about what you said there about the profile bit being that gets us excited. You think about all these platforms you've got. You think about your your, your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, your TikTok, your your LinkedIn, all these sorts of things. What do you do when you go on the site? You want to make a profile that represents you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really where we're at. Like people love to like show this is their shelf of games, you know, that they have, and we just really want to be able to show that so we can go well. You know, this is my profile. This is what I've got. This is my want list. These are the things I like, and be able to be proud. Like, oh, this is my profile that represents me as a board gamer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it felt well, nice to have that space. You know. Yeah. Also, I uh, I really like the idea of gamifying it a little bit as well. I'm one of these people. I know some people are completely the opposite, but if if there's a way that I can gamify something a little bit, it's just an incentive for me. So. We want to offer offer that opportunity to Mm. others as well. Yeah, definitely. Just going back to something you said about the review system, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was quite funny. We've had long conversations. We've spoke to friends about this, of their thoughts on things. One of the things in particular was like weight, and I I was quite passionate about this, I think, uh, when we were talking about it. There was... I think sometimes we talk about how heavy a game is, mm-hmm. and I didn't feel like you really understood what. <laughs> dog's coming on. Come on, let us, let us say hello to everyone. Oh, let's put hey. you on. Um, <laughs> so, get my thoughts back together. So, yeah, the weight category side of it. And I thought that sometimes you don't. What weight actually means, because we were talking about this quite long, like about, you know, there's the, the rules teach or the rules learning side of it, and then there's the 
you know, actual strategy in the game. And we wanted to separate that out a bit so you could really understand. Because some games are quite yeah. easy to pick up, get started. Yeah. They've actually got such in-depth strategy. Yeah. And if you said, oh, that's a light game because it's easy to learn. And then actually you're like, this is pretty hard. And we wanted yeah. to make it a bit more transparent what that actually means. Another one that I thought was quite good is you mentioned Luke earlier. He approached and he says, oh, can you do one for value for money? Yeah. And I've talked about this a lot because I said value for money is so different for so many different people. Like I know one person in our group, he bases it on the production quality and what you get out of mm-hmm. it. I base it on replayability and how many times I'm going to get it to the table, how mm. much value I'm going to get out of it in terms of... And in my head, I'm thinking it's 30 quid for the game, 40 quid. If I play that 10 times, that's £4 a night. It's cheaper than the cinema. That's how yeah, I'm yeah. sort of viewing it. But I think it's really cool that we're doing that. I think it's really cool that we're making it a lot more transparent, but still give that basic view of it mm. as well. So you can just get it as a snapshot, mm. but you can also look deeper into it to understand what that actually means. So yeah, that's really good. I think it'll be really cool. So another feature I really like that we kind of, we I think we scoured quite a few apps, didn't we, to see how different apps yeah. do it and try and work that out. And we've tried to work out how we can make games really searchable. Yeah, so one of the key things that I think is maybe missing a little bit is in terms of when we're searching for a game, Everyone in the board game community knows what they're searching for. I mean, like, we all watch these review channels. Yeah, definitely. These podcasts, just to get an idea. And after a while, you, you kind of get to know what games you like and what you're going to like. I mean, uh, you talked about it in the past, Jake, where you've you played so many games with Luke that you've spotted a game and been like, Luke will love this. Or yeah. he said, oh, Jake will hate this game. Because he immediately, uh, what was the game I was thinking of? Arboretum, <laughs> and he played it, and he went, "Jake would hate this." <laughs> so I think it's funny you do get to know. <laughs> so I think in our heads, we we've kind of got that. But as we talked about, we want to get people into this community. We don't want it to just be a niche within the the geek market, and we want to expand it out in terms of like films, books, and similar. That it, this can be accessible for everyone. Yeah. If we had a way where you could introduce a certain theme or mechanic and use that as a search through all the games and pick what you'd like from that list and then maybe represent areas that don't get them searches as well because I think the standard is just to go by weight and we want to expand that search out a bit more so people have got more that they can have a look on the website for. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Yeah, I think that was a really good point. So I totally agree with what he's talking about, about trying to discover games. For example, I know... A good example of this is like soon I've been invited to a gathering with some friends. Uh, they're not gamers, but mm. they they said, oh, we're going to do a few games and things. And I said, oh, it's funny you say that because I, I work with board games. And they said, oh, really? Bring some games? And straight away I'm thinking, I bet you these people would like games if they knew games. Mm. But they wouldn't even know where to start in yeah. searching for games. And that's a sad thing because yeah, you realize like there's so many. And I mean... You know, there's thousands of board games yeah. out there and the amount of times I've come across things, like for example, I mean, take right here, you know, all of these on the top shelf, they're great games. I'd never heard of any of them yeah. <laughs> before I started board gaming, but actually they're brilliant games. Yeah, definitely. And it's just a shame that people don't have a way to discover them so easily. Yeah. And that's a thing I think, especially like if I can talk a bit about board game cafes, like they have particularly helped people with this. Yeah. Uh, 
And that's one thing, like when I've been able to sit down and speak with a lot of cafes or even some, because we're trying to reach out internationally to support cafes in other countries as well. A lot of them have got just such an overwhelming readiness to support this project. I can tell that they want something so that people can not only discover them, but whenever I talk to them, they are so passionate about the people and they're so passionate about helping people be able to discover games. And I remember I went to one cafe, Sliced and Diced in Birmingham, Mm -hmm. and uh, I was chatting with one of the co-owners of that. And it was so nice. He was uh, telling me that he's learned a very unique skill of knowing how to recommend the right game for the right person. So no matter what customer comes in the shop, after just a few questions of getting to know them, he already knows what What game they don't realize they will love. (laughs) So like he can look at, look at them and listen to what they feel to say and know a game that they're going to love. And they do. He's just got so good at curating it, but that's what they offer. Mm. And they want to do that for people. If people knew they existed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's just such a nice concept that we want to not only have their events, but we want to be able to get like video tours We'd like to reach out to be able to get, you know, the, the managers or owners on the podcast yeah, so they definitely. can get to talk about the cafe and the goals. So I feel like it's definitely a big part that we really, really want to push on the website. Definitely. I think that's a great point you said about as well. I, I think when we started this, I when I mentioned this, I think the first person I mentioned it was my wife, Amy, and I said, she loves this, like games like Jamaica, Quacks, the fun kind of enjoyable quite easy games to play like or pick up and exactly what you say like she wouldn't have a clue where to find games similar to that but it's a great point what you say she could go to a board game cafe and they'll know what to recommend and i think actually that's a great way and i think what we're trying to do is make that a bit more accessible online Mm. as well with what we're doing so yeah i think it'll be really cool it's it's funny what you said about your wife there because i remember that being a distinct thing right at the beginning that sold me on this this idea <laughs> and because i'd experienced it i remember one of the board gamers in our group that his sister approached me because she wanted to get him a gift and said oh i want to get him a gift i know he likes board games what do you think he might want and whilst that's fine it would be nice if there was a way that she didn't have to rely on me yeah, yeah. if there was a really easy way that she could go on a website it's super easy to find cool games and she could search and think Oh, I bet he'll love that one because it's easy to access. And I thought that is definitely a, a website that doesn't exist yet for people. Yeah, Something definitely. That's so easy to use. Definitely. And like I said, I think that comes back to actually how we originally were just going to split this into light, medium, and heavy games, just to make it really simple. Mm. And I, I think we use the term like in like boxing or fighting. They have like weight belts, don't yeah. they? So it doesn't get swamped by us going oh you know nemesis is a great game sleeping gods is a great game mm. these really heavy games and just swamping out these light games where nobody then can find them i think this ties back to your comment about having more searchable filters as well yeah. so if you yeah. like debt building you can search into that a little bit more if you love that mechanic or mm. i think that's a better thing and i think in the future personalizing this more and more is going to be one of our big key projects and yeah. making it a more personalized experience for sure I think it's a really good point what you were just saying about the weight categories as well because you take for example you take for example if we've got say long shot here how could you even say 
which is a better game out of Longshot and Nemesis. Yeah, yeah, they, totally different. They, they, they don't even. It doesn't make sense to have them in the same category. They're not yeah. even. They're not even the same demographic. Yeah. The same player count. The same mechanics. Yeah, definitely. And yet, at the moment, there's a like people just compare them and say the one's better than the other. But they're both great. But they're not even in the same category of game at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Like, how could you compare a comedy movie to a thriller movie, you know? Exactly. So yeah. it makes so much sense to have that categories. So exciting times ahead, I think. So I guess just to recap a little bit, we're hoping to release a very, very comprehensive games library that's really searchable. We're supporting board game cafes as much as we can. Our review system is going to be a game changer, I think. Mm. And it's going to make things a lot more easy to understand if you're going to like a game or not. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, that, I think that it, is a good point. I think that's going to help some of these content creators where they're doing these videos and then you're kind of still not quite sure. Check the reviews because that's going to be really transparent. Yeah. yeah, exciting times. We're not going to give any release dates though. I guess no. <laughs> we'll, we'll update everyone through social media. So how can you as the community get involved? Well, if you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube or followed us on Instagram or TikTok, actually, we're now on TikTok, aren't we? I would ask you to definitely go ahead and do that. We'll obviously be releasing more updates to come. One thing we've been talking about is a VIP program because we will be doing a soft launch of our website coming soon. And we need you to start working uh, through our website and helping us to build the best board game website there ever is. So stay connected with us. Keep updated. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Take care. So each week, we're going to do a game of the week. And my game of the week this week was a game that we played this week called Forest Shuffle. Uh, Me and Matt played it. Uh, We played it on... BGA, yeah, yeah, uh, for the first time, a really cool combo. I don't know what you call it. Tableau builder. Tableau builder. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Uh, we really enjoyed it, didn't we? I think. Yeah, it was really good. I, I, to be honest, when I seen it, I was not one hundred percent sure because there's been so many of these games that have come out recently that are of that nature theme, and you build in your tableau. Yeah, I was like. Oh, is this just going to be another one of them? And you know what? There was, I love a game when you combo into one thing, into another, and it was just that dopamine rush. And I, yeah, I thought it was really That's good. That's what it is for me as well, I think. Yeah. And what I liked about it is, I think, uh, I don't know, we got, what was it, about 300, 400 score, something yeah, like that. Yeah. But we we had a look online, and some people are getting like 600, so it's given me now an incentive to play again, try and get a better score. Uh, and I like games that have got high point counts because it could really vary up and whatnot. So yeah, I will. I will say, I, I want to play the physical copy, but if you get a chance to play the BGA version, it's really good because I could imagine when it comes to it being on your actual board, you've got so much calculating to do, yeah, and it just it cuts all that for you. Yeah, so that definitely. is pretty useful. Uh, the only problem I had was Matt just absolutely thrashed me from the start. Uh, he put about, I don't know, 300 points to my 180 or somewhere, <laughs> and I had to catch up massively. But luckily, I comboed a few cards and caught up, but I was still nowhere near. So a rematch is to had, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everyone. We'll see you soon.